podcast. Hello and welcome to episode number 114 of Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. Oh, I nearly said 148 there, knowing fine well it is episode 114. I don't know what happened to me there. I don't know why I said that. Have I got dementia? Who knows? But we're here anyway. We're recording the Weird Podcast. I am feeling really good. I'm feeling very surprised because this is indeed a Thursday that I'm recording the Weird Podcast. I don't know if in the 114 episodes of this podcast I've ever actually recorded on a Thursday before. But first time for everything. My friends. My friends. I sounded like Conor McGregor but there, didn't I? There is a first time for everything, my friend. This weekend I am fighting against the cowboy Donald Cerrone and I am going to win. I am going to get to the top of the division again and I will be the champion. <laughs> decent? Wasn't that a decent? I think that was fairly decent. But yeah, it, it's all. Why am I recording on a Thursday? I, I can hear you screaming that. I can hear you literally pulling your cars over going, Dave, why? Why? Well, basically I'm just doing things this weekend friday the day i normally aim to record my podcast i'm not going to say it's the day that i do record my podcast because more often than not i get to the weekend i'd be sleepy i do some socializing whatever and then i'm just like i'm not doing it i never record on a saturday night because what the fuck's wrong with you if you're recording a podcast on a saturday night sort your life out but i normally then get to sunday night and be like ah bollocks this podcast is due on Monday. I need to get it recorded. And why do I need to get it recorded? Because you guys will sit whenever I put a call for questions out. You'll sit in your wee hands and go, I don't want to ask him any questions. I don't give a fuck about what he has to say. But the minute the podcast is late, ding, ding, ding. where's the podcast, mate? Where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? Why is there no podcast? What the fuck are you doing, man? I'm fucking waiting here on the train for this podcast. Where the fuck is it? And I'll go, guys, I've been caught up with stuff. And I haven't ever missed a podcast, apart from the one a few weeks ago that I missed. Because I just got to the point that, you know, I couldn't be fucked. You know, I just couldn't physically or mentally be fucked to record a podcast that week. I had so much on. I decided to book more gigs than I've ever done in the run after Christmas. And that's great. But at the same time, you need to fit some stuff in. So I couldn't do it. So I just missed a week. You know, and I'm sorry. But a lot of you guys were on to me. And I mean, one thing I always preach on this podcast is consistency. I always say, listen, podcasts, they come and go. But the weird podcast is here Every week for 114 episodes, what an achievement. It's pro- probably like the the third longest run podcast, comedy podcast in Northern Ireland, I'd imagine, in and around that. And if people are like, actually, no, I don't, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. So, you know, save it. But I'm... Normally, Mr. Consistency. Normally, that's it. But you'll be pleased to know I've turned over a new leaf. I've been talking on the podcast before about being a physique guy again. I let that slip. 2019 was the year of the BFB, the big fat bastard, and it's now done. I had so many things going on at the start of the year whenever I just dropped too many big 
turds in my bog and I burst my soil pipe and my shit just flew all around my house. Had to get evacuated, went on holidays for five months, ended up just being the man that eats chips every night. Which, to be fair, sounds like some sort of terrible Tales from the Crypt episode. This week on the Tales from the Crypt, we have the man who ate chips every night. (laughs) But, you know, that's the start of it. And then I found it harder to train. I was not motivated. I just let myself go. Got to the end of the year. Struggled with my breathing at Christmas. (laughs) I mean, I think that's just because there was a lot of candles lit. A lot of red wine drank, a lot of smoke, a lot of vapage. And then I was just like, I actually am struggling to breathe. And then I thought to myself, you're off. You know, you think all these excuses, oh, it's too much of this, there's too much of that, there's there's vaping and blah, blah, blah. And then just the little voice in your head just goes, and also you're extremely fat. Just, I mean, yeah, there is some, you know, environmental issues here. There's some uh, atmosphere concerns, for sure. But also, all that fat around your lungs. Yeah. So I've decided I'm, I'm getting back on the horse. And I'm just going to ride it. I'm going to fucking, fucking ride that horse into the, the new year. I'm going to really try to get into the shape of my life. Because, you know... I, I'm in the. I, I was in the worst shape. I feel now after two weeks, I have a bit a good bit of weight off me. Got a stone off me. I'm feeling back in limber again. I've just hit the gym for the first time to be doing proper workouts rather than just the way you know dipping your toe back in the water whenever you've had a break. Doing some stretch. I went to the gym and I did some stretches and um, I walked at an incline of zero point five on the treadmill at a speed of uh, three for 10 minutes and then I came home you know I'm past that I'm doing proper sweats I'm sweating out my muscles are sore my body's sore but I can underneath my fat if I, if, if I fist myself I was going to say if I put a finger in nah I need to get the whole fist in there and I feel there's abs under there to be salvaged so I just need to bring those babies out you know and that's the plan for 2020 is to keep myself fit and just feel good you know and I mean it's it, a lot of that's in the bonds you know people are like oh it's just nah you need to be in the right frame of mind and I'm dieting my wife's dieting Holly's dieting even though she doesn't need to diet we're just making her eat more broccoli child boom you know we're, we're all sort of doing it everyone in my work is on a diet at the minute so it's helping you know and I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying back getting back in the gym I just I need to measure my arms because I feel those Babies have really depleted, and there's nothing I hate more than the frailty. You know, I hate frail people, and I hate frail arms. So I'm not going to bulk my arms up. So I'm going to get them 24-inch pie-ships. 24-inch pie-ships. Sean Connery loves a big pie-ship. 24-inch pie-ships, bro. I can't speak. Let me... Let me say it again. Got those 24-inch pythons, brother. Hulk Hogan style. Yeah, I need to get those babies back, but... It's a long old road, you know, but we're, we're getting there. You just got to, you know, use some, some uh, wise quotes here. Um, every journey, no, no, sorry, even the longest journey starts with the first step. I think I'm on about the sixth step now. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pumped up. And I feel it's just been a really good week. And, and the thing that helps me is just having the 
the one cheat meal a week, not a cheat day, a cheat meal. I had some pizza this week and I feel great. Albeit I woke up this morning feeling like there was somebody inside my stomach shitting fireballs into my stomach and punching my colon. But I mean, you get past that. That's life. C'est la vie. But I mean, there are some things that do annoy me about the gym as much as I love it there's things that I see and I just think maybe it's a, a case of just getting older you know you see people and you just instantly go oh, fuck off you know you see someone and you just go oh just fucking don't speak to me because even if you walk past me and go alright I'll just have to go fuck off and I mean I, I feel like I shouldn't just tell someone I don't know to fuck off but also um, fuck off you know and that's that. That's just my 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 pure feeling. And I'll tell you what it is that doesn't annoy me, right? Peak caps, first and foremost, peak caps in the gym. Do you know, I I just want to say to people, um, why are you wearing peak caps? Is there any sun in the gym? No. So why are you wearing them, especially whenever you've got short hair? Like it sort of maybe get. Dudes with long hair maybe trying to... But even at that, there's no excuse. Don't wear a pig cap. They're to be used to keep sun out of your eyes. And then when you wear it, keep the peak down. Don't just set it in the back of your head like you're wearing a Jewish yarmulke hat with a peak on it. F- f- see these swag guys come to the gym trying to... You don't be swag in the gym. You get in there, you sweat buckets and you leave. Another thing... <clears throat> Uh, why do people think they're Ferry Corston? Turn up the gym with big DJ headsets on, like big fucking Beats by Dre? No. How can you, you don't have a full range of movement, movement, motion. Like I'm wearing my headphones here, the big headphones, because I'm recording a podcast and I've got to listen to my dulcet tones feed into this machine. But whenever you're in the gym, you don't need to fucking DJ quality headset you just need a wee simple plug-in pair of earphones like those the apple ones you know not the apple ones that just pop into your ear albeit they're something that i really want right now i'm looking at i'm just seeing people always with their earphones in and i love that because i'm an anti-social guy if i've my earphones in it means i don't have to speak to people now if you see me out and about guys let me let, let's not get this wrong i will stop i'll do photos whatever apart from on a sunday I'll not take photos with fans on a Sunday one with my family, National Trust and a right. So that guy that I had the punch in my Stuart, sorry about that. But otherwise, I'll do it. But whenever I get those wee ones in with no wires, you know, people just think I'm always I'm always listening to music or I'm always on my phone, you know? And they'll not ask me for those and I like that. I like a bit of peace. Cause I mean, as it stands at the minute, I'm being stopped by like two, three, four people a decade, you know, and that's something. That we need to watch out for, you know. But I don't know why people wear like I just feel like people do things because they think it's a thing, you know. Like and then maybe that maybe I'm just an old guy and that's what trends are. He's fucking doing that because Doctor Dre said wear those headphones, and then people do it. But it's just like I think if you draw it like in the gym, I like to go to the gym and be like a like a like a eunuch, I like to go to the gym and pretend to have no dick, right, I like to go into that gym and just focus on what I'm doing, get my wee workout done and leave, I don't want people looking at me because I look like a bellhead with a giant headset on, I don't know if you're wearing a hat because there's no sun in there, 
you know, that's enough. And I think I just don't want to draw attention to myself. I feel big headsets do that. And it's almost like the guys who wear big headsets are going to grunt when they're pumping. Nah, don't. Just be quiet. Like, you don't need to enlist your vocal cords whenever you're pumping up your trapezius. Do you? you don't need to go, yeah. I sound like Dio there. Yeah. yeah don't, don't like that. Also, don't like guys who, like, do exercises that they don't need to do, to do together for example bringing dumbbells to an exercise bike so hopping on the bike doing five minutes of sprints and then hopping off and needing the dumbbells right beside the bike needing to just pump up those biceps no. hey man get off the bike walk over to the rack lift a dumbbell curl them put them back go back to the bike don't bring the dumbbells with you or else you're a, a f- 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 fucker you know, don't like that. Also, don't like bare feet. Guys in the gym thinking they're fucking Glenn Ross. Oh, I need to have, I need to have my bare feet on so I can lift Olympic level weights. Nah, just wear your trainers. You're just somebody that's there exercising to get a bit healthier. You're just somebody that's there exercising for recreation. Do you know what I mean? You aren't Jeff Capes. You aren't Yoka Ahala. You aren't Terry Holland. You're just you. Do you know, you're not lifting those mega weights. Like wearing no shoes and shoes is not going to be that much of an important asset to somebody in a regular gym. So guess what? Fuck off. And last but not least, I don't like guys wearing long trousers. Because I like to be able to see guys with shorts on. I need to see guys little buddies and you can't see their little buddies whenever they're wearing long trousers and also it's a trust issue i just don't trust people in long trousers in the gym i just think you know maybe i mean i'm, I'm tarring a lot of people with the same brush here but if you wear long trousers in the gym maybe maybe you're a drug dealer i mean just i could be wrong but maybe you, you you deal drugs. Then if you wear long trousers and a, a vest, not a wife beater or a stringer, just a vest with gloves on, uh, don't. It's the worst. And then to top it all off is just people who get on like the gym isn't just a gym. It isn't just a little recreational place we go to do the odd bit of pumping. Some people get on like the gym is everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, you see these quotes and all before that, like, people putting posts up of them just sweating me, like, I'm willing to die in the gym. I am willing to get every last bit of energy in me. I will die under this barbell. And I'm going to say, you know what? I'm not. I'm not willing to die. Because guess what? I'm doing work. And that will be such an inconvenience to my colleagues. You know, if they have to cover all my work, they're like, oh, Dave was supposed to come in, but he fucking, <laughs> he fucking dropped a dumbbell and his big bounce and broke his neck, severed his vertebrae and died. You know, that's just selfish. So people be like, I don't push myself. Don't push yourself to exhaustion. Like, I'm a morning gym guy. I'll go to the gym in the morning and get it over with because when I hit the house in the evening, what I like to do is just put on my comfy T-shirt. I just like to put on my comfy bottoms, which don't exist. Because when I get home, I just wear a t-shirt and nothing else. Balls out, dick out, ass out, 
in fact, I'm a liar. I wear sliders on my feet. I've got my t-shirt on. I've got my balls and dick out. Because, listen, it's hard keeping your balls and dick tied up all week. You know, it's like you just need to be freed. You know, quite literally free willy. And that's just my style. Like, a lot of people will hang around their house wearing, like, sweats with no shirt. Nah, I'm the no-bottoms guy. Same way I'm in the gym changing room. If I need to go and style my hair, a lot of people go style their hair with their trousers on, no shirt on, go in the mirror, check themselves out, style themselves. Nah, I get the shirt on and I get the bottoms off because, listen, I want to make a statement. I want to show people what I'm about. I don't want to be following the trends. I want people to look at me and go, you are, in fact, a trendsetter. And I'll say, yes. I am. I'm a guy who likes to free his balls and ass. And I mean, if that's a crime, so be it. Like, people are trying to shut me down, stop me from wearing that style on the street, but I won't. I went to get a Dolce Vita pizza this week from a cheat meal, and I went down there, albeit I had a coat on because it was a cold day, but I still was there. I was wearing my shoes, I was wearing my coat, and I just had my balls and dick out because a fresh seaside air is good for growth and, and by all means I require growth so that's what, I, what I'm at I'm just in there I'm pumping I'm having a nice time and I'm just being healthy you know and I like it and right now I'm I'm just feeling like I'm gonna get a really great sleep I'm gonna pack my gym bag and all because if you fail to prepare hey guys knuckle in buckle in prepare to fail that's what just fucking happens but I'm prepped I'm gonna go make my gym bag and I'm just gonna go for a big sleep I can't wait it's, it's, and I said sexual, it's not sexual, it's, um, just great to be prepared, do you know, which is what leads me seamlessly on to my next topic, it's better to be prepared, and here's some gigs I've got coming up guys, on Friday 24th of January, my dad tour rolls into the front page bar in Balamina. Last time I did Balamina, I played a nice full audience and it was very sexy. So please come to that. On the 30th of January, Pug Ugly's Comedy Club is back with Mickey Bartlett headlining and Leona McDonough doing support. Plus, there's this really great MC who might just be the thinnest guy in the world. Correct, it's me. Um, then Friday 31st of January, I'm in Oma doing my dad tour in Bogans. And then on Saturday, the 1st of February, the big one, El Perro Grande, which is, of course, Spanish for the big dog, um, is in the limelight. And, I mean, just got a wee ticket update. And I'm really delighted the tickets are on course to sell out. So if you guys want to come and see me, if you want to come and see this big hunk of sex on stage with only shoes on and a black t-shirt get the limelight on the 1st of February but also make sure you buy tickets online because the tickets will sell out and then I'll be like guys what are you waiting guys what are you waiting for what are you what are you waiting for the tickets are only 10 pounds you're crazy <clears throat> you're crazy not to go and see Dave Elliott come on do it now you crazy. Come and see me. I don't know. I'm delusional. I meant to say... Not delusional. What was the word I meant to say? I'm just batty right now, you know? Um, 
I'm just sleepy. I'm forgetting what I'm doing. I'm just doing too long with Schwarzenegger. But anyway, come to that show. And also rate and review the podcast. I've been saying this the last few weeks. If you're listening on Apple, rate and review. <laughs> Please, because it does help the podcast. I'm trying to grow this podcast. I'm trying to get out there. And guess what? Shit on a stick and flick it at a neighbour in a wheelchair. Because... I have got some merch coming out. I've gotten, I've got some weird podcast prototypes coming my way in the post. To, mm, mm, check it out, guys. Do you want some weird merchandise? If that's a yes, let me know because I'm going to put some into production, and I think it's going to do really well. I say really well. All the weirdos and patreons will get it, but anyone else. Probably just won't, you know, but we're moving in the right track. The podcast is getting bigger. The listenership's getting up. And that's all thanks to you guys. I love to see the stories on Instagram when you're sharing my podcast or you're listening to it. Guys, girls, trans, his, he, her, I, share it. You know, share the podcast. Let me see it. Also, animal people. Who are animal people? They're this new gender of people who aren't quite animals they are <clears throat> animal people, so they're like, like, I think like anamorphs are things maybe in existence already, kind of like that. You're not like like a real human, but you're also not like a real animal. You're like a some sort of hybrid thing. You know, you guys can also share the podcast if that interests you. Did I say what I'm doing tomorrow night and Friday? That's right, I'm going to see Snow Patrol launch an album, whatever. The joys of being a celebrity. They're playing him in the, the limelight, which is where I'll be. So I'll probably actually be standing at my poster in the limelight. People will be like, oh, no, look, it's Dave Elliott. Let's get a fo-. You know, it'll be pretty cool. But also, you know, get tickets because it's going to sell out. I don't want it to sell out. I don't want my fans who like me and want to see my comedy to actually get tickets and not just all the fucking A-listers all the influencers, all those kind of people to see it because you aren't really my fans. It's the weirdos. You guys that are my fans who listen, you know. Just checking that time. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's flipping 11 o'clock. I, what happened was I started recording the podcast and then I was just chatting away, chatting shit, getting banged, and then I just realised... I wasn't recording, you know, but we're getting there, you know. I wonder if she's going to listeners' questions yet, but who knows um, if I should or not, you know. All I've really done this week is just national trust and train, which is boring. Like, I mean, I sort of feel like Chris Barr needs to come back with some new stories. He hasn't been here in weeks and months. Hope he's all right. Hope nothing's happened to him, but... um. Yeah, I feel like I need some stories. I'm just sitting here. I'm like, a question. I don't know what to do. Um, it could be a short one this week, guys, because this is what happens. Next week will be much more entertaining if you're into the creation of a podcast because I'm being a wee creator next week. I'm just getting myself organized, getting and plan, making, making an agenda to plan an output because I'm a very meticulous man. I work better following lists than I do just off the cuff. I like things to be organised. I like to have a strategy and I like to implement it because I'm a business guy. All right. 
And let me look at my my list of things to talk about this week in the podcast. Um, Meghan and Harry don't care. Um, Trump's impeachment don't care. Yeah, I just don't really give a fuck about anything right now. I feel like because I've been on this diet that, like, I'm just delirious a little bit. That's what it was—not delusional, but delirious—and I feel like. I'm definitely a bit lightheaded, so let me see what it's been like recorded. It's over 20 minutes, we're sweet. 24, lads and ladies, say no more. Listeners, questions. First question this week is from Mark Hegarty. Does the Papa Bear prefer sandwiches cut into rectangles or triangles? This is an important question to settle an argument. Well, here's the argument settled. If you said rectangles, punch yourself in the face, and then the balls, and then fist your asshole, because you're wrong. It's got to be triangles. Triangles or nothing. That would be me. I have Someone handed me a, tri- a rectangle sandwich. You know what I would do? I would look him in the face and go, are you my mother from 1990? What are you fucking doing? Cutting my sandwiches into rectangles and putting them in my lunchbox? Oh, what's inside them? Butter and jam? Fuck that. You want the the sandwich to be a rect- or a triangle? That's what you want. You want triangles? You want it to be a proper sandwich, you know, you want to get that, and whoever is saying rectangles is wrong, and what's worse is if people cut the rectangles in portrait instead of landscape, that's seriously fucked up, I've seen that before, that's ultimate heathen demon devil shit, whereas rectangles, triangles, whoa, if you cut... In triangles, that's what's good. That's what's up. That's what's happening. I mean, I'm forgetting what I'm saying, but I mean, yeah, what well, the end of the argument is triangles or nothing. Amy Elliott, my, I don't know where she's my cousin, sister, wife, whatever, um, has said, What would your top three places to get pints or eat in Banger be? Well, I've stated in the podcast before, Amy, unfortunately for you, this is a place you can't go. It's the Bets because it's a male-only club. It's bangers-only gay bar, and I love it. Um, other than that, I like to go to... I'm going to go as far as say, Fealties does the best Guinness in Banger, and as a big Guinness fan, I like Fealties. I'll go there. I also like Jenny Watts, too. Um, other... I like... Listen, I like the Esplanade, too. You know, because it's probably my local, because I you know, live in Ballyhome, whatever. And uh, that's where I go. So, you know, probably say the, I like the Esplanade to drink. But also like the Jamaica Inn, but it's not really great as just a bar. You know, it's good for food. So I'll say three places to, to eat. Uh, Jamaica Inn would be one. Um, I like the Guillemot. It's good for breakfast. So I'd say it. And then, you know, this week, because I got a pizza from there, we're trying to find... Still, what the best pizza in Bangor is. We kind of, you know, I, I would have said Piccolo. You know, it would have always been my favourite. But then, more recently, when I've eaten a Piccolo, it's just been a bit too salty. And then, I've just had really dry lips. You know, I had lips that ended up, like, looking like a butthole. And, I mean, as much as I love there to be a butthole on my face, I don't like there to be an actual butthole, on my, like an actual balloon knot on my mouth. You know, so I'm so dehydrated. I had to drink about forty liters of water after I had my last piccolo. So that knocked it out. Then we kind of settled on Apache for a while, and then it got a bit patchy. So then Aaron Butler decided to recommend Dolce Vita Pizzeria, and guess what? Very nice. 
It also, the pizza that I had, had just an actual piece of bacon on it. So, I'll go for there. But there are lots of places to eat and drink in Bangor. It's a great spot. I feel like Bangor's the new place to be. Like, I'd rather be in Bangor than Belfast, certainly for the pubs. For all the pubs in Bangor are at a good standard, you know, and they're all close together, which is which is just great. And it's by the sea. Who doesn't love the sea, you know? Um, but Amy... You know, hopefully I'll see you sometime in Bangor. Come up, say hello, and you can buy me a pint. That's a that's a fair deal. If you see me in Bangor, come on, say hello. You can buy me a pint, and I'll I'll just sit there. Really, you know, that's probably the height of it. Look, Gorman. Hey, Dave. Have you been watching the new season of Love Island? What do you think about them and what's happened so far? Who's come and creme fresh and who's just not? Well, listen, I watched a bit of it tonight. I'm trying not to watch Love Island because, again, I just find myself losing a lot of time watching it. I like, I like to use that hour of the day because, you know, I'm a full-time working guy. I'm a working guy. I'm trying to go to the gym. I'm trying to cook food. I'm trying to look after a family. I need to squeeze in a little bit of work. I need to squeeze in a podcast. I need to write stand-up. And if I'm just sitting, the only time I get to do it of an evening is when things are settled, baby's in bed, wife's on the sofa watching the telly. You know, that's the sort of time I get to work. So I don't want to be wasting that by watching Love Island, albeit Love Island does often provide great drama and entertainment. But what I've seen with this series, I just don't like. I find it to be too... Like, everyone looks stinking in it. And I don't mean that they're ugly or gross, but, like, all the girls, it looks too hot. Like, all the girls, bar the twins, are always just sweating more than me. You know, they're sweating more than me doing stand-up, just being, sitting there. Bar the twins, who aren't really what you would call pretty, in a natural sense. But they're the two sexiest out of a lot of them, because all the other ones are just sweating these big fucking spider-leg eyebrows off into their mouth. You know, and all their face is more fucking orange and Sammy Wilson's ball bag, you know what I mean? It's not a, it's not a very appealing series, um. Unless what they're gonna do this time is just throw an absolute smoke show in there later in the day. Who knows? But is there a likelihood that I will be sucked in to Love Island like quicksand? Yeah, that's a, that's a very feasible thing. You know, so for now, I'm not into it, but give me, I don't know, a day. I probably will be. Chris Henning has said, ha, 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 ha. I assume that's in relation to the fact that I'm recording my podcast on a Thursday. Well, guess what, Chris? You owe me a BJ because I'm doing it on a Thursday. So you, my friend, can suck my. I mean, I don't know if that changes anything. Uh, it certainly would between us, it would make things awkward. But, I mean, I don't know if that changes the podcast. I don't know if a Thursday record is a better quality podcast than, than a Sunday. I feel like a Sunday fits more into my week and more stuff to talk about. If we talk about, like, today when it's just being relatively quiet, you never know. Could be. Um, Jody Short has said, do we a geesh? I've been meeting a girl from Lisburn the past few weeks, so if you could give me any insight on things to do around there, mainly food-related, that would be a great help, as I don't trust her food choices. Um, basically, what I would advise you do if you're in Lisburn is, uh, is leave Lisburn, because, I mean, 
there's plenty of places in the world that aren't Lisburn, and I would recommend any of them above Lisburn. So, you know, if at a very big push I had to recommend one place in Lisburn, it would probably be Thornbury's. They do a very, very nice menu of just, you know, just warm foods, just like nice, you know, homemade type cooking, lots of potatoes, they do stews and things, it's a nice spot now, I don't know whether it'd be so great to take a date, because if you eat too much stew, you're bound to, that's right, poo, and I mean, you don't want to be taking a girl, you just, you you don't want to basically be smelling a girl you're just dating shit, you know, like, you don't want to be smelling a long-term girlfriend's shit. You don't want to be smelling your wife's shit. You just want to avoid their shit as much as possible. But if you go to Thornbreeze, there's going to be a big turd coming your way, my friend. Maybe you're into that stuff, but that's what, I, what I'd recommend um, in Lisburn. But also, if you're, re- you know, what you really should do is just be encouraging her to get out of Lisburn as much as possible. Like, last time I went to Lisburn was for a light show. Of course it was. Master Lights BFF and... It was a bit underwhelming. My child of two years enjoyed it because she's kind of like a moth. Just you show her lights and she's like, oh, amazing. And you're like, you really are dense. <laughs> you know, you're very easily amused. But, yeah, man, I just avoid Lisburn at all costs. And, I mean, if you're from Lisburn and you take offence at the fact that I don't like Lisburn, you know, I don't give a fuck. Once again, don't give a fuck. Or, ultimately, what you could do is tell me, like, try and save Lisburn, in my opinion. Try and tell me something good about it. Do you know that would, that would be something that I'm open to, you know? I think, is there anywhere I like there? No, it's a Cafe Nero. Listen, why Lisburn is so bad is because it's got that At Us Now shop there. Jesus, never name anything that. Ever. That's the worst slogan saying I've ever heard in my life. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, Eamon Gillespie. It's Papa Bear taking singing lessons from Ken Tamplin. Man, I just got to say to you, that is a very, very great spot. Um, I've been putting videos of this guy, Ken Tamplin, up on my Instagram. Because I, again, what happened, I was listening to uh, a song that I like. Just a bit of Alice in Chains one day on YouTube. And a particular song that I was listening to ended up having a cover by this long-haired, creme-fresh guy called Ken Tamplin, who's got his own uh, uh, singing lessons. And as you'll know, if you're a fan of Ken Tamplin, Eamon, the proof is in the singing. So he just is a guy that's just like a, a vocal coach, and I've just been finding his videos really funny. Because do you ever think how weird it is like when somebody sings at you? It's a strange concept. Like someone's looking you dead in the eye and being like, yeah. <laughs> looking you dead in the eye and being like, I don't want to be a monkey wrench. You know, and it's like, all right. One more indecent accident. It's an odd thing. So just watching a guy trying to teach you how to sing whilst being like, and what you want to do is just hit that note a little bit higher. Yeah! Do you get that? Yeah, it's amazing. And it's like, oh, it's just a strange, 
strange thing. So if you, you follow my social media, you're bound to see some more Ken Tamplin um, references for sure. Daniel McTurnan, my man, has said, uh, have you ever had a back sack and crack wax? Really emphasising the wax. I haven't, you know. Um, it might be good banter to get one. I, I can't imagine it being nice, but I would quite like to have my, my gooch waxed. I feel like that would be an area that would maybe be nicer waxed. But again, I just feel like the position you need to put yourself into to get that is very, um, it's unbecoming, you know, it's not really, you're not basking yourself in glory when you're on top of somebody's, some beautician's table on all fours with your balls and dick hanging down, your big arsehole in their face, you know, a friend of mine's sister is actually a beautician, I had once offered to do it to me, and I was like, nah, because you're going to see my full dick, balls and asshole, like I don't mind people seeing my dick and balls to an extent, because I mean, they're just kind of there, but to actually get, you know, to get to the asshole, you need to do a bit of scavenging, you know, you need to, you need to delve deeper, you need to go into the abyss to see the asshole, and it's a personal thing, I don't think many people have seen my actual butthole, do you know, and I think that somebody just, as their job, shouldn't have to see that, and like, over the years, my anus has developed a defense mechanism, do you know, it's like, it's like Cinderella's castle, or Sleeping Beauty's castle, you know, when they put her to sleep, it just developed all these thorns, people had to come in with a machete and cut through to get into her and give her a big snog and bring her back to life, kind of like that, except my asshole's just grown all this hair to stop people getting into it, so, I mean, I feel like I wouldn't get a back second crack as much as as I would like it, because I feel like, you know, people would talk and be like, oh, you know who you had in the salon last night, oh, who, you know that really, really funny comedian, Dave Elliott, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I do know him from his weird podcast and his unbelievable solo show, and they'd be like, yeah, but you know what, I he, I actually saw his asshole, oh, what, How, what was the context of saying that, well, he was on a table on all fours like a dog with his arse gaped, and when I shoved hot wax up it, um, it's a strange thing, you know, Fergal Costello has said, who's the greatest director you've ever worked with? Oh, very good, mister. <laughs> Fergal was uh, the director of The Blap that I was in on, what's on YouTube now, for, called Thick As, Kara Bartlett wrote. Um, Fergal directed that. And you know what? Yeah, he's probably, probably the greatest director I've worked with, I guess, you know, because, I mean, what I like is, when you get good instruction, but also you you feel comfortable on a set, and he was good at that, and the whole it was just a great time. So yeah, probably yourself, Virgil. But um, Mark Hamilton was a good guy as well. I worked in a suit that I enjoyed working with. So honourable mention to him as well. Aaron Butler said, "Hey Dave, heard you had a Dolce Vita pizza the other night. Can you walk me through the customer service and eating experience? Leave no details out, please." Well, first and foremost, I didn't want the, I, I was unsure about the venue in terms of, I know it's quite a traditional pizzeria, and I say pizzeria, it's a takeaway pizza shop, but it's quite tra- traditional in that it's old, so I was thinking, you know, these guys mightn't take cash, or no, mightn't take card, they only take cash, right? So I didn't want to order up and then go down with my futuristic card, and then these guys being like, nah, declined, you know? We, we don't do that, so I decided, you know, what I'm going to do is, 
I'm going to go down and order on Just Eat just to make sure that I can definitely get the goods so I can pay for it and just collect it when I go there. So I ordered on Just Eat. Um, I'm going to head it down. I was told to go there for 7 p.m. By being told it wasn't like some sort of dodgy deal, let's meet you one pizza. I will meet me at Dolce Vita at 7, right? I just literally put an order and just ate, and then they said it would be ready at 7. A lot of times, when you put orders and just ate, you turn up, and it's like, you're you're fucking... And they said flicking your bean. I mean, I don't know how turned on people get by pizzeria, but, I mean, I meant to say, you know, twiddling your thumbs, but, I mean, flicking the bean works. Do that. You know, it certainly raised a few eyebrows, and maybe brighten some pizza shop workers' days. Who knows? But... I would say 7 o'clock for Dolce Vita, but, and I went down, bang on 7, they had it ready. When I went in, the guy working behind the counter was, I would go as far as to say, the most polite customer service worker of all time. He just was really chatty, good guy, gave me my pizza, you know, looked at me in the eye as he was handing over the pizza, touched my hand with his hand while he handed it over, and looked me in the eye and he said, enjoy. And I looked back at him and I thought, this fucker means this. You know, this guy, like, rather than just saying, you know, enjoy, he really was sitting there the whole night being like, I hope that big bearded bastard enjoyed his pizza. And you know what, man, I did. It was really nice. And I would say that Dolce Vita may not be my go-to pizza and banger. Now, Amy Elliott, my sister, cousin, wife, who knows? You are obviously a Bangorian yourself, you've said by the question I'm taking it. So is there anywhere you recommend for pizza different than that? Let me know. I'm keen to try and find the best places in my town, guys. Um, Danny Kelly, a celebrity that could outwank Tyson Fury. Yeah, there was an article this week that I saw that Tyson Fury has like seven wanks in a day, which is mental. Because he's not 14, watching the adult channel. You know, he's a full, like, 31-year-old dude. And I, I think he's just doing it for, like, part of his training to be... I don't know. I don't know what the whole jazz is. Um, jazz is, I, about, I was genuinely a slip of the tongue, about, like, wanking in sport. Apparently, it, like, lowers your testosterone a bit, so maybe that's why he's doing it. But a celebrity that could out-wank Tyson Fury... Um, Probably Harvey Weinstein now, you know. He was obviously just fucking with permission or not for years. And that's all dried up. So now he's probably just in his wee role later in his mansion, just ripping the bulb of himself, you know. And then just using his tears as lube because I'm sure he's really upset because he was like the top guy in Hollywood. And now he's just a dirty fucking rapist. You know, that's what people just see him as. And I mean... I mean, I don't want to say it's sly as it is, but, you know, that's what happens to you. If you're going to be a rape guy, you know, no one likes you, and fuck you, you know, other than that, who else do I think would be a big famous wanker? I mean, it's, Danny, it's definitely a topic I haven't thought about before. Um, But yeah, I... I mean, I was really tempted to say something really terrible there. Um, you can work it out um, who I was thinking. Basically, something to do with Katie Price, but I'm not going to say that. 
because you know it's really slam Peter Andre. But um, Des Bennett's just said that's weird. Yeah, it is. It's a good segue to get me out of that uh, awkward scenario that I got myself in, Des. But also, yeah, that is weird. Whatever that is. Last question, Des from James Shields has said after a great show with the limelight in twenty twenty, you became the host of the Blame Game, which made you famous. I mean, no, I don't know if that makes you famous. But in 2021, you become a recurring character, Cousin Davy, and give him a headpiece, which makes you rich. I mean, I don't know if being on give him a headpiece makes you rich. But I get where you're going. It's now 2022, you're doing a new stand-up show, but where will you go? The SSE, the waterfront, etc. I think it's realistic to say that in the next two years I'll probably not be in a venue that big, but um, in terms of which venues I prefer, I'm going to say, having seen Colin in the SSE, I thought that it was... um, better as a venue than the waterfront which I mean the waterfront's nice and all but I just didn't love it whereas when I was in the Odyssey for Collins gig I thought that setup was amazing you know it was just an amazing setup overall and like the thing is obviously the waterfront's a bigger venue and stuff but I, I prefer the Ulster Hall you know nothing against the waterfront obviously and Shane loves it and doing a show there and it's a massive venue I just preferred Ulster Hall and then seeing the Odyssey I thought it was really cool but you know laughs are, are sometimes a concern in there and that like it's such a high ceiling it's hard to always keep it in but when Colin was there he did it you know so I mean I think like in terms of look the, the Odyssey would be class to do you know but I mean I think we're a long way off that let's just sell out Limelight 2 first and foremost guys you know if you haven't already got tickets to the show what are you doing with your lives um the tickets are available on shine.net. Just go on to my social media, DFLA Comedy, on Facebook and Instagram, and the DFLA on Twitter, and just get behind that. And also retweet and all and share the podcast, the Instagram stories, so we can get it out there. Um, and if you do share the podcast and Instagram stories, I will give you some of my merch. But also become a Patreon. So you know what, guys. This has been a peculiar podcast. It feels like my brain, my my, my mind's telling me no, and I'm not going to reference that, Peter, either. Um, it's like my body is awake, but my brain is asleep. You know, I could just be slowly dying, but fingers crossed that's not happening. But, I mean, hope you've enjoyed the podcast. I'll be back next week, and you better fucking rate and review this shit, all right? Love you, bye.